0: In this episode of Cutscenes, Kano wins in Mortal Kombat. Let's get right into it. Cutscenes of Video Game. Podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrance. And I'm Travis Colenight. And today we are talking about a brand new movie. It is Mortal Kombat 2021 and we're doing it live today on Twitch. Uh, so the format may be a little different than normal, uh, but we're going to stick to our kind of normal segments and pace. And we're going to get right started with the segment we call the tutorial. It is a 60-second uh, segment where I'm going to put 60 seconds on my phone here, and we're going to give you the high-level plot, hot potato style, 20 seconds each before we pass it to the other person. Uh, Travis is shaking his head because he's like, I hate this segment. It I gives hate- me nervousness.
1: I hate it so much, but I love it at the same
0: time. <laughs> so tell me, who wants to go first here? Don't make me. Don't make me.
2: I feel like now, Travis, has to go first.
0: Oh, for Pete's sake. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> for Pete, for Pete's sake. Do uh, uh, you want me to go second. second? Yeah, I can go second. Okay. Okay. I will go through it then. Okay.
1: We're gonna talk about the plot of Mortal Kombat in three, two, one, go. Okay, so uh Mortal Kombat is a movie about a bunch of uh P- Earth Realm and there's a bunch of fighters and there's a, there's a tournament that takes place and it's for all of the realms and uh pretty much the Earth Realm people have been losing the last nine combat things in a row and I'm oh my god this was so bad okay so
2: Sub-Zero shows up there's this guy he's an MMA fighter uh this guy's trying to kill him Sub-Zero's trying to kill him for some reason so he is running around um he uh runs into some people who tell him to go find Sonya Blade uh he finds them he meets Sonya Blade he meets Kano um Jax other people and then they soon realize that they need to do a lot of training because in order to win against
0: the bad guys, they, they need to unlock their arcana. And by unlocking their arcana, they get superpowers like lasers and lasers. So that's Mortal Kombat. Lots of fun things happen. This movie's pretty cool. Thank you for I'm saving I'm just killing time and here it is. That's the segment, y'all. Thank you for saving that from me. <laughs> oh. I, I literally wasted about five seconds that. Yeah, he that, just said so lasers.
2: Think... That's all he said. <laughs> <Like five laughs> he ha- times.
0: Lasers, lasers happens twice. Uh, mm. Greatest Story Ever Played says, seeing this segment live is great. Oh. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you. Um, this is kind of the part of the show where we just kind of go. So y'all, let's talk about Mortal Kombat 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do that, though, Travis, you're a big Mortal Kombat fan. Yes, sir. We have watched Mortal Kombat, the first one from the 90s. 80s 90s 90s. 90s. it was 94
1: i think something like that yeah that sounds
0: right Mm -hmm. we have watched that on this podcast uh we have not watched the sequels but travis you're a huge fan i liked it i I appreciated
2: it for what it was (laughs) you know i was entertained it was stupid it didn't make sense uh plot lines were missing Uh, characters were a mess but I enjoyed myself. At yeah. the end of the day, I didn't hate the time I spent with it. So, right, yes, I guess and you could Jacob, call that liking.
1: Jacob is a killjoy and did not mm-hmm. enjoy <sighs> this killing. Look, at all.
0: Mortal Kombat the original movie is a bad movie. It is not even fun. I not Let me good. tell you something. Let it's not. Let me tell you something good though. I liked this movie. Oh, good.
2: Well, yeah. Good. So, because it's Let's a good, good. It's, it's a good enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a
0: fun popcorn flick, and I'm glad it exists. Yes!
1: I had so much fun with this movie. Like, so much fun. I can't even start to describe it. It was, like, actually really good. hmm It was. It, yeah. ha- it is way better than it has any business being.
2: <laughs> no, I, and, and Travis. I, I think that a Mortal Kombat movie, there's no reason why it shouldn't be good. I'm right. sorry, because really... You have excuses for really good action. You've got a bunch of crazy characters to pull from. You can be campy and funny. You can do whatever you want. It just has to be, you know, well-directed. The action scenes have to make sense. They have to be creative. Yes. But, like, all the material is there for it to be a good movie. So if you screw up Mortal Kombat, it's not like something else where you're like, oh, the plot, and you kind of got to explain it. Like, some video games are tricky to make into movies. There's no plot. There's mm-hmm. evil guys. We're fighting good guys. There's a tournament. Literally crazy this movie characters. opens with like
1: two lines of like, here's what the tournament is. And then that was like most of the explanation in terms of- That's all you of, need. Yeah, that's, that's all, all you really like, you're like, Outworld? What? It really didn't matter. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you were just like, okay, other dimension fighting this dimension. Like it just, just kind of hand waves it away and you get to just enjoy the movie for what it was and
0: like not only that
1: but it actually started in like feudal
0: japan i think and that is a throw for me i was like what am i watching but then immediately a fight scene happened and i was like oh i'm gonna like this movie
2: that's a really good fight scene yes i said you got so so like set that up pulls out the dagger with the with the with the rope and i was like oh and the blood that i wanted we'll, we'll get into it but go ahead Jacob
0: yeah so, no so this movie opens up and it's uh in feudal Japan and there is a man and a child and a mother and a small boy and they are gardening in feudal Japan and they are attacked very quickly by a like a another clan that I believe is from China so if you're watching this movie it's like Part of the subtitles are Chinese, and part of them are Japanese, and that shows like the, the two clans that are feuding. and immediately it's Hanzo Hasashi and um, someone Bi- from the Shirai Ryu clan. Bi- I believe Bihan, yeah. Bihan. Bi-han. Is, are the two people that are fighting, yes.
2: I knew right away as soon as um, the, the good guy is telling his wife how much he loves her. And how happy he is, and how blessed he is with the fa- with the, fi- the life that he has, and everyone's happy. I was like, oh, everyone's gonna die. Yeah, he's like, let me tell you how much I love you. I'm like, don't don't tell your family members don't, how much you love no. them, because then you're all gonna die. You're dooming D- you them. You keep it keep it in your heart and don't yeah. don't say it ever. So yeah, you hear the horns or you know terrible sounds, and you know it's coming. Everyone's gonna die. Yeah. And then immediately, like there is a man through like.
0: Um, I forget what those are called, but, like, through one of the houses that are, like, made of mm, paper windows. Yeah. And, like, sword slices a man from, like, torso to head. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, the violence in this was, like, immediately, like, bumped up a crazy notch compared to that first, like, original movie. Like, there was no blood in that original movie. And this is, like, immediate, like, slice and dice and guts and gore and great. I loved it don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But. It was one Especially. of my main
2: issues with the first movie. That mm. well, the 94 movie was that I was like, well, I need blood, fatalities, you know, just excessive violence cuz it's Mortal Kombat, that's what yeah. it's entirely based point. on. And yeah. then it really wasn't there in the first one, so I was like, well, then what are we doing? What's this all about? So, right off the gate, like right out of the gate, that first fight he when the, he takes the one sword and he goes in the top of the one guy's head and it's bloody as all hell and I was like yep this is what I'm here for yeah this is why I'm watching <laughs> Mortal Kombat
0: yeah I was the same because I think what I said about the first movie is that I love the choreography and about mm-hmm. nothing else from that first movie and this movie takes that and like turns it to 11 especially when Hanzo grabs his rope and his like uh little dagger on a rope and starts like Flinging guys around and like stabbing them I was like oh okay all right I I didn't immediately put two and two together that like this man will become scorpion but after seeing that I was like oh I know who this is despite (laughs) him being Hanzo he's scorpion yes yeah
2: I didn't get any of that (laughs) I was like no I don't know I don't know who." we did this the first time I don't know who almost any of these characters are yeah, I know Goro because he's got a bunch of arms. So it's very yeah. clear who Goro is. <laughs> and there's uh, some ninjas who I don't know. Scorpion, uh, reptile, and uh, the Sub-Zero. I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one with ice, I figured it was Sub-Zero. But yeah, no, I did not piece that together until basically the very end when he said the words... I am Scorpion now. I'm like, oh! It took me literally the entire movie, and then I got it. it. Took
0: me a hundred minutes to figure yes. that out, but now we're here. Yeah, I catch oh. on quick. Oh my gosh! But Hanzo gets murdered essentially by, um, uh, by Sub Zero, who then conjures to hell. ice from his hands and like, does he stab him with like an, a piece of ice, more or less, and then freeze his family to
1: death? Yeah. Which so sad. Yeah, real sad. But um, the mom was smart enough to hide away the young baby. And then um, uh, Hanzo gets dragged to hell. He just like fire erupts and burns them to the ground and he's dragged to hell. And then uh, Raiden shows up and comes and gets the little baby um, and takes the baby away. And that's the end of that opening sequence.
0: What did you think of Raiden? Because I, I know Raiden uh, typically in the original movie, Raiden was the worst part of mm-hmm. that movie. Like just terrible. <laughs> accent more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this movie, I was
1: okay with Ryden. He was fine. I feel like his eyes were yeah. weird, but everything else was fine. I Yeah, his eyes were weird. Yes. I did the gl- the constant glowy eyes just didn't look great to me. I yeah. felt like they kind of looked a little eh. but <laughs> he was he was fine. In terms of like this I think you could do a lot more with him, especially knowing yeah. what kind of role he plays in like Mortal Kombat 9 and 10 and all and 11. Like, even, it's just, there's so much that you could do with him. And he was just kind of a side sub-character to kind of move the plot forward a little bit. He really didn't play much of a role to me.
2: Yeah, he served his purpose. Yeah. He existed, like, he was their leader. But they didn't really flesh him out at all. No. Yeah. um Yeah, he's the leader and he has lightning stuff. and basically, Which is fine, too. Because, like,
1: it. keeping him out of, like he's so overpowered and let's say you know what i mean in terms of like how this whole scenario kind of played itself out if he was involved in the fact that he's like i can't get involved it's like okay him being kind of sidelined a little bit at least let the other characters play a bit and maybe they can set him up for future sequels to have a bigger role moving forward if there's a sequel to this movie
2: so. yeah it's true you can keep some in the tank
0: yeah uh katie i, I wanted to ask so this this immediately goes from like Feudal Japan, and then whiplashes to an MMA fight. Yeah, did you? Were you like, what am I watching right now?
2: No, that made, for some reason that made total sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, oh yeah, feudal Japan. For some reason, uh, Mortal Kombat kind of makes me think of samurai yeah. and ninjas, and there's a lot of swords, and like, so that didn't seem odd to me. And then MMA was like the logical. Um, present day someone who is a fighter who is not a criminal um, they would be an MMA fighter yeah, like that, that is the sense. logical thing so I was like oh okay this guy's already like already is a fighter he's an MMA fighter Um, he's obviously going to be one of the main good guys mm-hmm. Um, I thought that his daughter at first I thought his daughter it was, like was a, his sister
1: me too I got that oh. vibe too yeah I got I got Sister or stepdaughter vibes, but yeah. I didn't feel mm. like it was his daughter. Even though I don't know why I, I, got that vibe
2: until later when he kissed the daughter's mom, right? like, like a romantic kiss, and I was like, oh, okay, I get yeah. it. That's not your mom. Thing. That thing, your mom, because yeah. if that was your mom, you would not have kissed her like that. Yeah. So that you was got, like loser stepdad vibes from that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, no, I. Yeah. But so yeah, the MMA feudal Japan. No, I was like, I'm in. Like, I will jump around all over the place. I don't really care. I'm not in this for things to make sense. I'm okay. in here for crazy action sequences.
0: And hey, crazy action you got because those men just beat the pulp out of each other. <laughs> yeah, real fast. Yeah. My thing was, I uh, I thought the daughter was. From the movie to all the boys I Love before, um, but, <laughs> of course that's you would. Where my yeah. brain goes, I'm like, oh, Mortal Kombat to all the boys I love before. Uh, <laughs> it is her first, her first big role, so oh um, I was entirely wrong on that. But uh, that fight essentially sets up Cole Young, who is our main protagonist, and they go immediately from him getting getting the snot beat out of him to getting a celebratory snack or uh, fast food meal, and that's when things go ice cold yeah so oh. nice. so
1: essentially bihan is still alive and you know we kind of get a little snippet of like shang soon um giving um sub-zero orders to pretty much stop the tournament before it even happens by breaking the rules and killing the tournament participants before the tournament even happens and so mm-hmm. he sends sub-zero after cole because cole has a Mortal Kombat tattoo on his, I don't know, shoulder and, um, or whatever (laughs) it is. It more like a a birthmark. Yeah. It's a birthmark. It's between a
2: birthmark and a scar.
1: Yeah. But it's pretty much like the Mortal Kombat, like symbol. Right. And, um, and it's explained that if you have this mark, you are then a participant of Mortal Kombat and you have to participate in, in the tournament. So everyone who has a mark gets to participate and he was born with it. For some reason, most people aren't born with it. Usually they like kill someone in combat and then take the mark. And now they're the one in the tournament. And that's kind of explained later on. Um, but quickly, yeah, Sub-Zero shows up, tries to kill him. Jax intervenes. So he hey! kind of shows himself up and yeah. intervenes and gets his arms ripped off. So this, <laughs>
2: yes, he does. This whole uh, Jax scene, was very good. Yes, I agree. Jax, I, he did, I feel like he did not have a lot and he Agreed. made the most with what he had. Yeah, like, I enjoyed him more than um, if I just looked at the role and what he did within the movie. I wouldn't think that I'd like him that much. But yeah, he, he did a lot with what he had. Um, that scene, the whole thing with Sub-Zero coming up and basically just throwing um, like spears of ice at them and like at the car. And then um, just that whole thing after the first scene that I like so much, that first fight scene. This was like, oh, we've got more. Like, this is going to keep being good. And this is going to be, like, creative and different each time. Like, that was where I I had my estimations of how much I liked the movie went up a lot. That I had a lot of hope for the whole thing. Because that whole sequence was really impressive visually. Mm -hmm. And... Um, yeah it just looked great and I loved it just to
1: continue with that like they like you said they're creative with everything but specifically with the ice stuff like later on mm. in the movie there's way more ice fights and stuff but it's not like it's just shooting energy balls at each other right mm. like this is like they are like actually creative and there's detail put into the choreography of the fights and there's detail that's put into like how the fights are laid out and creative uses for every character's powers and specifically even at the end of the movie with all the the, the ice fights and everything like that with like the ice on the chain link fence and the visuals that that gives and there's just so much that they do and it's very very good i i really really liked that
0: yeah i I thought of the different weapons that sub-zero would like conjure out of Mm -hmm. ice and each time like his blades were a little bit different and then the other thing i thought of besides the chain link fence throw is at one point he put his foot down and his foot created this like wave of Mm -hmm. ice versus just like beams or whatever so i i did appreciate that yeah and I appreciated how much um, they made Sub-Zero like a phenomenal villain and how much the actor who played him, um, who I guess has been signed on to a bunch of other films, Joe Taslim, I believe his name is, conveyed so much villainy and evil just with his eyes Mm -hmm. and his like movements. Because he would like, you know, make fists or like make faces below his mask. And I was just like, he's very good. Yeah.
2: I hate to say it, casting he was he was he, he was very cold I don't I don't like it that I said it but and it was, that was our episode of
0: cutscenes. thank you so much yeah. for watching and I
2: um but like it was just like unfeeling like there there's there's nothing there and um he's just super menacing yeah I know mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm.
0: I think generally like the casting is was just mm-hmm. mostly yeah. really fantastic everyone, everyone did a great, great. job great
2: Yeah
1: like there wasn't I don't think there was a bad role in it like every single person was different it's not like Mm -hmm. yes even the like kind of generic bad guys that they introduced midway through the movie to kind of give some fodder for our characters to fight still different and interesting like everyone had a bit of a personality everyone had their their different quirks and different things and it just it worked really well everyone brought their like a game to it and I was really really impressed. I My favorite character by far,
0: um, and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm going to say, Josh Lawson yeah. was literally made to play Kano. He was very it, it was good. unbelievable. He I heard him talk one good. time. I'm like, oh, uh, House of Lies. Uh, he's been in a couple of other things. He
1: was phenomenal. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. perfect. Like, surprisingly, like I did not expect to like Kano as much as... I did normally normally Kano is one that you like love to hate like he's terrible but you like love him anyways but like this
2: guy was great like
1: oh my god
2: he he rode that rail like he was perfectly where he needed to be which is very very funny um like his comedic timing was fantastic Mm -hmm. just with like these little one-offs like um at one point I forget who it was um I think Raiden or no no uh Liu Kang yeah, Liu Kang, he's like something like, I don't know, he says something poet, like it's yeah. the journey and something, and he like gently caresses his shoulder, <laughs> Kino's shoulder, and Kino just goes, the fuck? yeah. And it's like, and it's a perfect timed thing that's just so funny. Yeah. But yeah, he's funny, he's hateable, but not yep. so much that you hate when he's on screen, where you're like, yes. oh, well, he just shut up. Like, no, he's funny the whole time, yeah. even though he's a, just a jackass but everything he says is comical and like just arrogant and yeah,
0: well done. Even the small stuff, like when he, um, fought reptile, which is the thing that we'll obviously talk about next. And then he was drawing a little comic book of like him, like, yeah, I like to draw. And it's just a picture of him, like tearing out reptiles heart. And I was just dying. There's more, we'll talk about it later, but like after the fight, after Jax loses both of his arms from sub zero, just freezing them. And like, pulling them out and cauterizing the wounds because like it was so cold. We then get the rest of the characters set up. Sonya blade, uh, Kano reptile and a really cool another fight scene.
1: Yeah. Like Sonya pretty much gives us our info dump to give us like yeah, the, it's a big info she,
2: dump. literally
1: like <laughs> I like when that scene started and she's pretty much explaining everything to Cole, I was, I took a step back and I was like, she sounds nuts. Like she literally <laughs> sounds nuts. Like, if I was anyone listening to this woman, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. you are insane. You are absolutely insane. But, like, it it still worked.
2: Well, like, he's also seen the person throwing ice at him oh, for sure. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I guess I'll believe anything at that oh, point. But, yeah, yeah, no, if you're just, like, you read this thing that she's saying, you're like, what the hell? Which is
1: funny. She... Like, I don't feel like Sonia usually plays the, like, info dump person. She, mm-hmm. She's typically on the other side of it, being, like... The straight person to the like this is the wacky insanity Mm -hmm. yeah and she's the one receiving the info dump and so she the fact that it's her in this case like um which interesting spin but i also really liked her too like she she was great like significant step up from that first movie (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately i love the effort in the first one but yeah no this was way better um she,
2: she plays a thing she doesn't overplay like the hard military woman like, yes. where she's really trying to be like, Oh, I'm so strong. And like, I'm a really good fighter and like super stern. Yes. She just is like, she's yes. just, she's the, she is comfortable with that. She's a good fighter and yeah, mm-hmm. she's comfortable in her own skin there. yeah she's not like trying overly hard to prove herself like she's just like no i'm, I'm good like it's fine she
0: knows she will kick your butt at yeah. any point and she just conveys that in the way she walks the way she
1: talks yeah she doesn't mm-hmm. feel like
2: she's like in with the guys trying to assert herself so she's trying too hard like no she's just she's
1: yeah good. i would say this movie did a good job with her especially given that she was really the only female character mm-hmm. in this movie Um, And I mean, these movies typically tend to fall into these traps with the female characters, right? But she sidestepped all of them, I would Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Like, she was set up to a doesn't have an arcana, which means that she's not a chosen Mortal Kombat fighter. So she was left out of like... The boys games at one point and I was like she Better get her own later because I'm gonna be Real pissed if she doesn't <laughs> But also even stuff like in the fight with reptile She like throws a knife at Kano and Hits his leg and I'm yeah. like that could be Set up as like oh the incompetent Female but then when Kano calls her out like You stabbed me on purpose Same. and She's like mm. and I'm like <laughs> yes Like good this movie is doing right I'm like make it, Kano pay yeah You know what I mean like it, it just it, it hit Those notes for me where it didn't um fall into that trap where she either becomes incompetent or any way or even sets up like yes there is a girl fight but it it then didn't decide to end the movie on the girl fight and it went for the logical sonia kano fight at the end right? yeah the like, fight like, that which,
2: actually had like emotional yes. significance aside from it just being the other girl yeah
1: yes exactly right so it, and they didn't hold back either oh for sure which was great i loved it mm-hmm. so
2: uh, so keep
0: moving through it the reptile fight super yeah. cool he like breathes acid or acid comes out i know if you play the games like reptile in the original games was just like a skin for scorpion sub-zero with different Just another moves.
1: ninja in a green suit
0: yeah but eventually they make him like a more of a creature yeah he gets um, more reptilian as it goes. did you like the design travis as a as an yeah, MK fine. fan yeah
1: he's fine like i had no issue it's reptile right like reptiles yeah just a henchman the to me, more yeah 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 <laughs> bit. and kano Plus. pulls out his heart yep totally
2: <laughs> that was great
1: very <laughs> See, good that, that was, was like,
2: like oh this is like a straight out of the game this fatality. is our fatalities yeah we are making jokes like these are what can we pull from the game in that later they say something about oh, goro is like i'm gonna pull out your spine now like yeah. it's like just like no we're gonna just name these fatalities and we're just not gonna shy away from it yeah, yeah no, i liked it a lot And then they move into the
0: desert, where they start to, like, realize they need to find Raiden's temple, and Kano claims to know that he knows where it is, but they just wander aimlessly
1: until they meet up with Liu Kang. Yeah, so Liu Kang ends up bringing him to Raiden's temple. You get more info dumps, essentially, that everyone has to, everyone who has a mark has to, like find their inner power, and then they get magical abilities, right? So Liu Kang can shoot fireballs and they're all impressed. And so they all have to like just do a bunch of fighting and uh, like training to get there. Um, turns out that they found Jax uh, alive with no arms and they're working on giving him robot arms. And uh, and then, yeah, the temple pretty much gets attacked by um, Shang Tsung, who's once again trying to eliminate all of these... Um, Fighters before the tournament actually begins. So.
0: And Shang Tsun was played by uh, the same actor who played uh who did he play in the Dark Knight? Um, I don't know. he played the, the Lao, the businessman Lao in the uh, Dark Knight movie that Batman actually extracts from a building. Oh, okay. Um and so I thought like not the guy I would choose for Shang Sun, it's yeah. it's Chin Han, but he was fantastic as yeah. well. I was like, Yeah, you you did the thing. <laughs> Yeah. And that's when people start to get their powers and uh, and then there's there's uh, coal is separated. Uh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but the, the big it, honestly, thing is like it's Josh Lawson just gets going, his power.
1: Yeah, like it kind of just goes like fight to fight at this point. Like the middle of the movie is really just kind of fight this, fight that, fight this, fight that, you know, until we get to the big end, you know. So like there really isn't much in terms of plot other than, you know, everyone getting their powers. Essentially, Yeah, I thought it
2: dragged a tiny, tiny bit right in the middle yeah. right like after they've been at the temple they're learning some stuff they're training they do some comical things with kano yeah. um like where, the sweeping the sweep. oh my god the leg sweep <laughs> yeah. oh my god i so loved good. it so much he's training with Liu kang or no with the other one yeah uh, uh, i think uh,
1: one of the two anyway
2: um and they literally are they're like all right let's go we're gonna train and he just does a little like crouch down leg sweep and Kino falls on his ass. And he's like, ugh, oh, all right. I see what you did there. And he literally stands up, leg sweeps him again. He's like, so he gets up. He's like, is that the, that, so that's the only move you got? And he faints the leg sweep. So he jumps. And then as soon as he lands, he starts throwing the leg sweep again. And he's like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and I died. Oh, that was one of my favorite parts. And the thing is, they literally that's pulled from the that's games. what you do when you play yes. Mortal Kombat you're like you no no I'm gonna like dodge sweep. it this time and you're like son yeah. of a bitch they got that's me again the with a stupid like sweep it's just this
1: movie's attention to the details is yeah. just so good and found any means of pulling stuff from the games and make it logically and work effectively in this movie mm-hmm. like you don't get that usually when you're trying to adapt a video game movie there's so many things to pull from and they like pulled something like that into like a comedy scene that actually really works mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's just so impressive
0: i mean even the little things like when um when kano gets like scratched by a reptile and the whole side of his face gets scarred because he has one eye in the games and he gets his arcana and his laser beam is out of the same eye and it looks exactly like his character model in the game mm-hmm. so no I, I even the little like that's the obvious stuff but like it's it's tons of and even when they would say like blah wins or yeah. like fatality like they would do it in that way and they didn't do it too much just they the did little it, bit. Like, two or three times and it was it would have been lame if they would have done it
2: any more but it was
0: like perfectly balanced
2: someone said um was it something not perfect
0: flawless victory it flawless was victory out. like flawless yeah.
2: victory i'm like oh i see what you did there
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't know Kung Lao's hat would actually be, like, metal. That oh my was God. my one... I thought it would be, like, odd job where he had, like, a regular hat that maybe had, like, sharpened edges. I don't know. Kung Bad Lao logic.
1: was perfect. Yeah, Kung Lao I, was Yeah, I, I liked Literal perfection. Ripped right out of the games. Like, I cannot stress how exact this depiction of Kung Lao was. Like, the hat on the ground and his teleport up, exact same move. Like, literally pulled exactly out and like his stances and like the freaking saw fatality Mm -hmm. oh my god like brutal but like pulled exactly like oh my god like kung lao gave me like so much excitement in this movie because it was so good
2: personality wise did it line up cocky arrogant yeah
1: cocky arrogant okay yeah that's that's kung lao like they actually personality wise got it he's he's cocky he's arrogant he's he's well skilled
2: yeah he's very good
1: He's very entitled and think and, uh, and and arrogant and cocky. Like where Liu Kang is more the like calm, like um, eh, a little fiery but not crazy. But like Kung Lao is the cocky one, right? Um, out of the two, and which
2: kind of makes sense that him and he becomes kind of the foil to Kano. Yes. and he'll push Kano, and he's like, I know how I can piss you off, and <laughs> yeah. he'll just push that button and push it, push it, push it. Which actually is what ends up giving him his his power, his laser yeah. eye power. I,
0: yeah and he was the only person that got his arcana really quickly and very quickly turned on everyone because yeah. he yeah. likes money uh <laughs> and puts the entire like um earth realm at risk just to get paid and that's what sets up like hey cole gets separated from the group because he can't get his arcana um and that's when everyone gets attacked yeah so by sh-
1: go ahead Kano. Like backstabs everyone by taking down the shield That was keeping Shang Tsung out of the temple And at the same time Cole was Away with his family Because they're like, he's pretty much like no nah, you're useless Get out of here and so um, Everyone gets attacked by Shang Tsung who brings in Extra people like Molina, Cabal Natara, Raiko To kind of come in and try to kill Everyone right all this stuff is totally Against the rules but I guess these elder gods <laughs> just Really don't give a shit like I don't yes. know But like, they've done it nine sense other
2: sense. times yeah. So now the 10th time, they're like, no, 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 this time we're going to break all the rules. But you have beat yeah. them nine times. Like, yeah. I don't You're understand. really got worried? I not get it. I was so I was like, what? We're just, we're just killing people off before the tournament? What's the point of the tournament?
1: Yeah. What are we doing? Literally. Just
2: invade then. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. If you can I, just
1: invade, just invade. Yeah. Just do it. Aren't you invading right now by doing this? I yeah. don't get it.
2: You're already here. I, I don't yeah. know. That was odd.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> And uh, we, we talked about the kills. I want to say Cabal looked fantastic.
1: Cabal was great.
0: Cabal was perfect. Perfect. And, like, mostly also perfect. CGI. Yeah. But like the way his um, he used his like little hooks and the speed, with the purple oh, color, yeah. the speed, perfect. Yeah. And obviously at this point, like the way CGI has advanced, like NetherRealm makes games that I'm sure they took the models for Goro, for example, and just said like, hey, the model we have in our games is the model that can go in this movie. Um, Goro was perfect too. Yeah. So they set up a fight between Goro and and Cole that was wild.
2: Goro looks like an orc from Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Like to a T, just with like two extra arms.
3: Oh my God.
0: I was like,
2: oh, Warcraft.
0: Like the cover from the movie Warcraft.
2: Yeah, with arms. Um, Oh yeah, Goro was cool. Oh my God, it would be so bad. I would really love it. Love me some Warcraft. Um... (laughs) Yeah, no, Goro was great. Goro was much more effective, even though he wasn't in the movie a lot, but he was still much more effective than the last movie, than uh, the yeah. 1994 movie, where I was like, that's mm-hmm. it? That's the Goro fight? Like, the fight was, he seemed, like, um, imposing. Like, it was a, a thing to take down Goro, and also, the that fight is what gives Cole his, his what's it called? Arcana? Arcana. Sure, his Arcana. That's like, the th- it's It makes Goro impactful in the movie. He's not just like some guy and then someone beats him. It's like, no, no, this fight is the fight because it was um, it's uh, a big challenge to beat him.
1: Yeah, because they ultimately realize that Cole is a descendant of Hanzo Hasashi. Right. And that's why he is this big threat to Earthrealm uh, for the tournament or uh, this big threat to Outworld for the tournament this time. So they send Goro after him. Uh, To essentially, you know, make it so that they win because Cole is a, there's a prophecy. That's what it is. There's a prophecy that says Hanzo Asashi's ancestor is gonna, or not ancestor, descendant is gonna save the world or something. And apparently it's Cole. So, good job, Cole, I guess.
0: (laughs) He's not based on a a character in the MK, he's an original
1: character. He's just for the movie, yeah. Yeah, he's And like, his
0: his suit essentially takes in power and then powers him.
1: Is yeah, that kind of the crux of it? I think so. And you know what? I do appreciate that. You could fall into the trap of making your for the movie character be very generic, right? And don't get me wrong, Cole kind of generic. A name like yes. Cole, too. I feel like every original character's name is Cole. <laughs> I don't know why every generic male character's yeah. name is Cole. It's
2: like just odd enough, but, yeah. but not so crazy. Yeah.
1: Is Cole Turner not like the most used name? I feel like yeah. that seems Cole to McGrath be... Cole McGrath is infamous. There's so many Coles. Yeah. Um, so he's very generic overall, but I was actually very pleased that his abilities weren't just super strength or like energy beam. It it was like things were cool. Yeah. And like, he got like a weird body armor that like was able to like that heated up when he like took hits. Like Mm -hmm. there was like some uniqueness to his design that made him feel like he wasn't just the main lead imposed into this movie to have a character to dump all the info on right like they actually gave yeah. him some interestingness In- and the armor <laughs> looked
2: good it, it it was um it kind of played back to like the design on the dagger from the beginning yeah. of the movie yep. it was kind of laced the same way it mm-hmm. had like the moral combat kind of logo kind of um unfurling on the one spot on the uh oh, like kind of over his heart kind of where his uh, mark is um yeah the detail was really really good
0: yeah and that's like when the the, the movie kind of like cruises right to the end yeah where you have like each person picking someone to fight you know Jax fights Raikou Cabal fights Liu Kang yeah like Brady uh, gets Lao involved gets and teleports
1: everyone away yeah. essentially mm-hmm. he's like I'm gonna get involved now
2: and I yeah, like, Kung
1: Lao gets killed too yeah soul sucked right out yeah. of his body
2: that I was like oh like, I like. Yeah. I was. I I felt a li- I felt it more than I would have thought. I would have felt anybody done <laughs> in this movie. Um, again, Mortal Kombat thing where they're like, oh no, we're gonna pair off matchups. Yeah. So it's like so and so versus so and so, and so and so versus so and so, and it's like little Mortal Kombat arenas. Yeah. With like one on ones that I I thought was kind of neat.
1: Yep. Totally. And uh, then like uh, even uh, stuff with like Molina like coming in with like. The detail on her also just very good, the way her mouth rips, yeah. like oh, so good. You know, Melina internet fans can be a bit much. But oh, tell me, Melina internet. Tell me about want the Mortal Kombat because combat, we're going to get bombarded with Melina internet fans. But they can be very passionate about Melina, and I will say when this trailer came out and they only saw the front teeth being kind of snarly. Everyone was very upset that Melina did not have her whole big crazy yeah. mouth smile, and when I saw her cheeks rip open, I was like, "Oh, there she is!" So I was really excited about that.
2: The internet, and I'm sure the all the Melina
1: fans were were pleased with the two. Plus, she was teleporting and shit. Like the the fact that they just like went for it. They're just like they didn't have to worry about the logic of like, can Melina teleport? It, yeah, sure, because she does it in the games. Like it doesn't matter, you know. Like just do it.
2: Wait, yeah. well, probably I feel like this will be edited out for the actual um edited podcast, but Melina is a word that means something that I'm not gonna say. You can Google <laughs> it. It's gross.
1: I'm not gonna Google it.
2: No, I'm I mean you Google could. It. It's not like it's like, oh my god. Like, but it's just like, oh and, and as soon as you're like so they say her name and I'm like, her name's Melina? That's a terrible name And then as you're saying All these Molina fans On the internet I'm like (laughs) It's cracking me up A little bit Oh my god Look it up if you please People Is it about (laughs) Jacob is making a face (laughs)
0: Upper gastrointestinal bleeding
2: any kind of gas, gastro- well, mixed with whatever else is in your gastrointestinal.
0: Refers to the dark black terry feces that are associated with the upper gastrointestinal bleeding. Yes, wonderful. It's one thing, one mm. body
2: fluid mixed with another body fluid. Great. You're probably going to edit this out of the of the podcast. <laughs> no, this is staying in. <laughs> so that's this all I think in. about. I when I when they're like, Melina. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's a terrible name. And then, yeah, yeah, Melina fans on the internet yep. are, are very, very, what did you say? Passionate, passionate, about, Melina. passionate about Melina.
1: Passionate about Molina. They are.
2: <laughs> so I just chuckled. Any nurses
0: said. listening are going to, like, give Katie yeah. a high five and be like, nurse joke. Good job. High five. <laughs> I love when Jax, like, used one of his fatalities and, like, smashed. Yes. That was a good one, too. Oh, his, oh so good when he yeah. hand clapped Ryko's head. Yeah. And the final fight with Scorpion and Sub-Zero was just like amazing. Yeah, we talked very good. about it before. It was in like a like a fridge or like a, a warehouse. Was it was at the
2: it MMA. The MMA yeah, it was at the MMA place. Oh. It was at the MMA training/where slash they hold the just fights. Just frozen. Yeah. God. Yeah. But
1: also like that's the thing. Using the f- idea to go back there and then you get these cool visuals with like the ice on the chain link fence mm-hmm. of the MMA ring like in just ah oh, just very good.
2: Yeah, it's like very, you said, with all the ice and how it's a little bit different. So, and it also serves different purposes, like within the fight, and also just aesthetically, it looks really great. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, I agree that all the all the ice stuff it could get old with how much it was used throughout the movie, but it was different every time and served a purpose. So, I liked it.
0: And then that's when it kind of sets up maybe sequels because yeah, uh maybe obviously they are yeah nether realm is defeated uh kano no not kano kano is obviously murdered by sonya blade which we, we which we mentioned but goro gets taken like by the smoke sub-zero yeah. who's killed gets taken Soon, by I the smoke. i think is
1: essentially just bringing everyone to Outworld. i would say they're dead but they could totally be back because the games just do this too like
2: which is kind of cheap i was kind of like oh bit. so none of them are actually dead you could just yeah. use any of them. You kind of like, can. It's fine. Like, I won't be upset to see some of them back. Because the like thing is, fine.
1: like, Kano probably, like, gonna be back given like how he good be. he was in this movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you can go ahead and kill him. But, and even the thing is, you could kill some of the good guys in this movie. I, I guess, yeah, Kung Lao could be dead. He could come back too, but mm-hmm. he'd come back evil because that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Sub-Zero becomes Noob cyborg.
0: Yes. right? Yes. So, who is
1: smoke. No. <laughs> no, kinda. sorry.
0: Who uses smoke.
1: Yeah. Shadow. It's more shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Mm. So like the original Sub-Zero is a bad guy who dies in a fight with Scorpion af- as revenge because original Sub-Zero killed Scorpion in the first place, right? So that kind of happens in this movie. When original Sub-Zero dies, he gets taken to the Nether Realm. And uh, a sorcerer named uh, Quan Chi kind of gets his hands on him, and blah blah blah. And then there's a whole shebang of things. He becomes Noob Saibot, who is really just like this ink uses this like inky black kind of shadow powers, right? Um, then the Sub Zero that you see in subsequent games is actually Bihan's younger brother, um, who Sub Zero
0: One's younger brother. Yes.
1: So the Sub-Zero that you mostly see in the games from, like, I want to say Mortal Kombat, either two or three onward, is good Sub-Zero, who is younger brother. And he's a good guy. You look I, And in, yeah. in,
0: in subsequent games, is Sub-Zero one Smoke
1: or Noob Cybot? Noob Cybot. Smoke is a separate character who uses Smoke.
0: Right. <laughs> and noob cybot is backwards for the two creators of mortal Kombat, yes. right? yes ed boon and,
1: and uh tobias is the cybot reversed i just john tobias yeah yeah um but noob wow noob cybot and smoke do merge into one being so you're not wrong by trying to associate noob, noob smoke si- right? yes you're not wrong in trying to associate those two together they become one being okay there's your mortal Kombat lore dump for you i appreciate that like katie is
0: a zero for lore I'm about a five for lore and then Travis is 11 and I could
1: literally listen to you talk about Mortal Kombat lore all day. Yeah, no, I know way too much about these games.
0: Just tell me things about Mortal Kombat.
1: Maybe off the air. (laughs) Got it. Let's keep the
0: show rolling uh, with a segment that we call uh, Critical Hits. It is a segment where we read quotes, user reviews, from Metacritic.com. And what's cool is, this movie's brand new, so these reviews are from people who dropped these in the last couple days. So maybe someone's gonna listen and be like, you read my review and I hate you. But let's hope (laughs) that doesn't happen. Uh, Why don't I start with the first one? Uh, And it's from Spitshaw. Uh, Spitshaw gives this movie a seven and says, yes, it's cheesy. Yes, there's some bad acting. Yes, there's too much soundtrack. Yes, Cole really sucks and was wooden and unlikable. And yes, the editing was so bad. But I still enjoyed the hell out of this movie. And I hope they learn from the missteps on this first one to make a badass sequel. Kano, Sub-Zero, and Kung Lao were the MVPs. If you love the game, ignore the critics' scores. Go see it and support the franchise. You'll still enjoy it despite its issues.
2: I hard yeah. disagree that the editing is so bad.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad.
1: What? No, yeah.
2: You it, wasn't it wasn't bad. No, because like all the, all the action sequences were very clear. I could tell mm-hmm. what's happening, which is one of my main issues with any action sequences. It's like, no, if you cut it to hell and I don't know what's happening anymore, then everything loses all meaning. But all of the fight scenes were, I thought, edited extremely well. Pacing, I could take an issue with. Yeah, I could agree with that. Absolutely. Like I said, it lagged a little bit in the middle. There was a little mm-hmm. something there
0: uh travis do you
1: want to read our next one from lil kill pappy <laughs> lil kill pappy gives us a three it says film has high quality cgi and was cast well but beyond that this film feels uninspired and boring the worst thing they did was hold back the actual story for a sequel that will probably never happen they <laughs> attempted to balance too many characters and stories on a very small budget and the film's team lacked the true inspiration that could have made that could have made it work Watch it on HBO, but for God's sakes, don't spend any real money at a movie theater. We don't need to encourage this type of trash. That's harsh. Yeah, there's there's something in there. There's something in there that I do mildly agree about. With that, I felt like the movie ended kind of abruptly. Yes, I was surprised that like, oh, we never actually got to the tournament. I guess that's saved for the sequel. Um, And I did read on in an in an interview later on that this was it's the writer set it up as a trilogy so pre pre pre-tournament second movie is tournament third movie is Mm post-tournament so i was like but i guess because they talk about the tournament all the time the fact that we never got to it i can see why it feels like oh i guess there's just no tournament we don't know the outcome of the tournament yet right but i guess that's setting it up for the sequel. so i can kind of see the small like that small little detail in this review but other than that i yeah no don't think i agree um, I think the next review kind of covers what you said Travis it's from JP
0: 2017 Katie <laughs> what do you think JP
2: 2017 says feels like a prequel before the actual tournament there would you. like to have seen more Scorpion and Sub-Zero interactions but whatever Cole is a pointless character <laughs> plot got boring fast fights were kind of cheesy for next one find new director and better CGI <laughs> but still great fights i
0: don't think you need a new CGI director
2: that no no i don't think they need a director either cgi the only thing i thought was not great was i thought the laser eye actually shooting was not that great i thought it was it was fine but right. like it, it wasn't like a complaint of mine yeah i think the but, only
1: thing i didn't like was raiden's eyes i think that was the only thing that i looked and i was yeah, like oh i don't yeah. like the way that looks mm-hmm. but other than that
2: yeah, that was my only
0: other one as well. Uh, and maybe Jax's mustache, but that's just me. I'm not a mustache <laughs> man. Uh, our next review comes from uh, Stayrus, and it's a one out of ten. Cringe and budget. I think they meant to say cringe. <laughs> uh, Supposed to have hired martial artists, but the fights—the fight are bad and the action acting atrocious.
2: They thought the they, those were filled- martial artists? I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. They were. They were. They're they were extra- great You could artists. tell that they are. What is What do they want from their martial arts? Anyway, sorry.
0: Go ahead. The movie is filled with fringe jokes, yet Joni Cage, a character <laughs> that would have been to perfect comedic relief, was left out of the film. Joni. It didn't even feel like MKN without Cage, and they did a terrible job on the character they did have. Kano has no metal eye. Melina is just a joke. She's supposed to be eye-catchingly sexy. And when she removes her face masks, it's a shock band forces you to confront your desires. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Isn't Sorry, I need to read that yeah, again. Yeah, that's rough.
0: <laughs> Melina is just a joke. She's supposed to be eye-catchingly sexy. And when she removes her face mask, it's a shock band that forces you to confront your desires. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what does
0: that mean. Maybe you should know. confront your desires.
3: What does that even mean?
0: Uh, this Molina is just gross. That's the review. One person agreed with that.
2: Oh my god, that's funny. They
0: they obviously like Katie's version of Molina.
2: Oh, just gross. Just real
1: gross.
0: <laughs> Travis, why don't you know, read our next one from right.
1: MRC underscore BRN? All right, they give it a four. I wish this movie hadn't been made. I wish it. <laughs> I wish I hadn't wasted my time watching it. I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for too this smart. shit. Uh, I should be too smart for it, too. But apparently I'm not. This movie <laughs> is based on a video game I never really liked either. How good is it going to be? Not very good is the answer. I can't fault the people who made it, really. They're really giving it a try. But for the most part, they're not great actors. The best part of this film is the first seven minutes. Oh, well. Live and learn. Oh, oh my God. God.
2: Something about. Oh. <laughs> I'm too old
0: for this shit. <laughs> that's great. A real. Uh, Was that Carl Winslow? What did he play oh in? Uh, God. That's that's. Oh, uh, uh, I heard. Is that Die Hard? It's really sound. No, that's that's Lethal Weapon. He's definitely the cop it's, in Die Hard. Yeah, but I think it's it's m- 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 Murtaugh. Oh, Where, I don't where's know. Where's Murtaugh? Not lethal Weapon. Clue. Either way, Carbon uh, in the chat said about the last reviewer, uh, "I'm scared of that person." It sounds like a twelve year old, <laughs> and I would tend to agree. Katie, we have one more review from Neo
2: Tanchuk. Uh, do you want to read that for us? Neo Tanchuk gives it an eight. They said. Dot, 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 Nice. The end. You know what? I it. I totally get that review. Yeah. Nice. That review. It's an eight. Talks to me. Yeah. It's good. I understand that. Uh, we've got
0: a couple more segments left in this episode. Uh, our uh, third to last segment is called Min Max. It is a segment where we talk about the good max and the not so good min that we haven't yet covered. Uh, I've, we've talked about a lot here, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if you guys just want to jump in and, and share any mins and maxes you maybe haven't been able to talk about yet.
2: Mins? I I don't I don't know that I have any other mins. I feel like we kind of said. What there was that the pacing yeah. was not perfect. Um, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, Cole probably you probably could have accomplished what Cole did with an actual Mortal Kombat character. I don't know if you could with yeah. a, like an existing Mortal Kombat character, but I I don't I'm okay with them creating a new one. Yeah, like, I did not dislike him. Yeah, he was fine. Um, he wasn't like super strong. But I don't know. I don't have any major mins, which feels weird to say. But Um, Max, I do have a Max. Yeah, go for it. The the way that everyone from whatever wound they had bled, not necessarily realistically all the time, but the bleeding was done so well. In every way. <laughs> Kano, when, when, uh, when Sonia has a blade to his neck, when she's like, yes. I beat you. And she's like, yeah. I could kill you and I don't. And it's, you can tell that it's like actually cutting a little bit. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm not going to kill you. And she steps away and it's there. And then it just starts to ooze. Was like just perfectly realistic. And I was like, oh, look at that. That looks great. And then when, you know, you chop someone in the top of the head with a, with a knife, and then you cut it out, and then there's like a spatter, like all the, the and Mortal Kombat, the blood better be spot on. Yeah. And it was. Mm-hmm. I thought the blood was fantastic. So if my max is the blood in Mortal Kombat, I guess. The, the spatters, the oozes, the slashes, whatever it is, all good.
3: Uh,
0: I will talk about my Max again I've talked about Josh Lawson to death here mm-hmm. I think he's the highlight of this movie He had an interaction with Cabal At the entrance to the like um To the fortress or yeah, um, Raiden's the- palace I guess And even the little character moments like that Where he's talking about like you put me in an iron lung And they're talking back and forth Like the little character moments That involved Kano were just like Sublime so like I hope he comes back For the second movie Come back from the dead Because we need him To be the comedic relief My Min uh, There was a weird Continuity moment In the end I'm being really picky So this like This shows me that, Like how much I like this That I think it was Scorpion and Sub-Zero They were fighting And they were speaking Chinese and Japanese And one of them Kind of spoke Chinese to Or Japanese to Cole And And there was this weird moment where I'm like, is he acknowledging that he understands what he said? Because he doesn't speak either Chinese or Japanese. So there was that weird moment there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he just was kind of nodding along and be like, he can understand from his body language that they were about to fight. But that was a weird, small detail for me. But I'm being really, really picky. This movie's great.
2: Just to elaborate on the Kano before we get to Travis. I think aside from how how good or bad the fight scenes are, I think Kano is the the second thing that decides whether or not this movie is going to be good or not. Because if he's not funny, there is so much of this movie that doesn't go well. Right? right? Like, the first, I don't know, the first third of this movie would just be like, it would fall flat. The middle section, the entire middle section, would fall completely flat. And not, and just be kind of boring. But he keeps it going with, like, the comedy and, like, everything's perfectly done. So that is all okay i'm done okay no
1: um travis let's see uh i mean yeah i've talked my maxes to death i would say my major major max is just the love and attention to detail that like i i have a list of things that i have like attention that just the small attention to details that they pulled from the games like 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 i said melina's cheeks being the right way. Like the step move that you mentioned with Sub Zero with the ice wall, that's out of the games. Like even small, stupid shit like um uh like Kung La or uh Liu Kang making a fire with his hands to warm them with a campfire. Like there's just all these little tiny, tiny touches that you don't get with the typical video game movies because it's really just a hey, make a movie based on this thing. You can yep. tell that the people that made this movie know their stuff and pulled from everything that they possibly could to make this movie work. And even the little like cameo Easter eggs here and there, like the, the energy signatures, like even the way that Sonia kills Melina, like the cinematography wise and how you see the shot through the body after she like shoots the laser through her stomach right out of the games. Like there's just all these little, little details that just work so well. And I'm so appreciative of it because it makes someone who enjoys the games and knows the games able to pick up those things and be like, yes, that's great, yes, that's great plus it's within a movie that is really good like it it, it doesn't happen often right um I would say if I'm gonna give them in, I'm gonna be nitpicky and say Cole's design with his suit is fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's weird that there's no headpiece to it or something I agree
2: that it looks like a shirt it looks like a, a shirt bit. and I sometimes don't like you can it. tell that it's a shirt because like yeah. And like that's understandable But sometimes he turns a certain way And you see like the wrinkle Yeah Like the where it bunched
1: I would almost rather either That the shirt not be Like logistically speaking It probably should cover his whole upper body Mm -hmm. But I think there needs to be exposed parts there to make it look less like this full body thing that then just stops at his neck. Or if
2: it, like, creeped up his neck. If he yes. had, like, little pieces that kind of yes up it a little bit. As opposed like to, like, this off.
1: V-neck collar kind of yeah. thing. Or there needs to be something on it, like, around his head. Or it needs to be... Cu- his pants need to be covered in it, too. Like, he was still wearing black pants. So it looked like black pants shirt armor thing and then like that was it just didn't the the actual design of it didn't mm-hmm. totally work for me and i think maybe even if he had like a headband honestly he just I needed can't. something on his face yeah. to make me like it a little bit better even if it went up his cheeks a smidge really. i don't know something if it had little pieces yeah
2: if it split off and had pieces going yes up, that, that would i be needed great. that
1: but mm-hmm. i felt like it did look a little weird that it was just this v-neck shirt but that's me being once again really nitpicky
0: I mean, you're a massive fan of the series, though, so I think that of anyone you are, I could see the him person. being in the game.
1: Like he's yeah, you know, I could see him being in the game because his he's unique enough in terms of power set and stuff like that. But personality wise, he probably isn't all that interesting, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. And here's a funny thing: the screenwriter of this movie.
0: Um, I think this is like his first, one of the two screenwriters, his like first major project. Interesting. So that's, to to me, is why Greg Russo, it's like his first major project. Hmm. So like wild. Yeah. Um. We're going to try something different here. We like to play games on this show. Um. So we are going to play a game that I'm calling Fantasy Casting, which is the first time that we're going to play it on this show. I gave you guys a heads up in advance because this one requires like a little bit of homework. But essentially, I've got four characters that are speculated to be part of the second movie already. This movie's been out, what, six days and people are already fantasy casting, including us, the next movie. But I'm going to name one of the characters and I want you to say, if you had your pick, who would you cast as that character? And I'm going to pull it up for the people who are watching on Twitch as well so they can see. But uh, the first one I want to talk about is Quan Quan Chi. Who would you cast as Quan
1: Chi if you could? Jacob, have you picked people too? I have. Oh, okay. Who's going first?
2: I You know what? Uh, mine I am never been a good fantasy caster. I'm always like, oh, I don't know. I I I feel like I don't know what I want until I get it. <laughs> like I'm one of those people. But yeah. but I came up with stuff. So I some of these are, are almost jokes, but are you just they doing just Quan- sprung to mind. Just Quan Chi? Yes, Quan Chi. I have two. OK, so one Ben Kingsley sprang to mind when okay. I just saw him, when I saw the picture, because I had to Google because I don't know who these people are. I was like, I see Ben Kingsley in this in like the, the, the cheekbones, the jaw. I also pick Ben Kingsley. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Go figure. Yeah, It's, yeah. you know, it's just and he has that kind of gravitas to him. Um, My secondary pick that is more of a joke, but I think it would be funny. Even though it wouldn't fit in the movie at all. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I don't know. I saw the same thing. The cheekbones and the jaw and the jawline. And like, he's weird. And he'd be like, oh, I could do weird things with a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, he's just an odd dude. And I feel like he, at the same time, would want nothing to do with a Mortal Kombat movie. But then he'd be like, oh, there's there's like sexy people and they're they're killing people in interesting ways and uh you know what I'll be a part of this and then he would just make odd choices so i don't know but Ben <laughs> Kingsley is, is the a- more logical choice
0: <laughs> yeah i just thought of uh him cuz he's played villains before like he played um uh in the MCU um he played the character uh Mandarin and so like that's where i kind of went and I-, I i could see him wearing like uh, a robe and getting that makeup and his face
1: shape was pretty perfect for it, too. So, yeah, yeah. Ben Kingsley was my choice. It's too. a very good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis, who was your pick? I kind of went a little off with this one, but I, for me, Quan Chi, for, after playing the games, it's it's all about voice for, for him, for me. Like, it's all about, okay. like, I need, like, that deep kind of, like, there's a voice. <laughs> yeah. And the first person I thought of was Idris Elba.
2: Oh, Okay I like Like, that
1: Yeah like I I can see that Yeah like there's just I could see I want to hear like a deep laugh He's got a presence about him Yeah there's a presence right and like There's this deepness to Quan Chi's voice And there's this like Imposingness Mm -hmm. and I could I don't know there's something about it That I was like oh I kind of like this one Like that's where my where I was Thinking voice Mm -hmm. before I Was thinking like oh yeah Ben Kinsley, like, perfect face. Like, that is yep. the face. But let Idris Elba do the voiceover for it. I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm sure Ben Kinsley would be fine. But, like, I just... There's oh, something yeah, you about- totally fine with that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we're not
2: going to use any of your voice. Yeah, no. Yeah. He'll be fine. But,
1: like, there's just, like, this deep, like, Britishness to it that, like, I was kind of hoping for. So, yeah. Inter- weird pick. But, like, I was kind of going through actors and I was like, okay, I think I like this pick. So... Yeah, I want to see him voice uh, Quan Chi in the games now. I could see it. Like, I feel yeah. like he's got a deep enough voice. He's just like it, the yeah. It's just it, it's got to be obviously changed a little bit. But like he, there's just a deepness to it that I want. So, Travis, go go first on this next one, uh, uh, Katana. Okay, um, I probably shouldn't go first because this only makes sense. Katana has to be played by Cece Stringer. Who played Melina? Because Melina is Katana's, gen- like, um, cloned twin.
2: Oh, oh, look mm-hmm. at you! So it's not yeah. even fantasy casting. That is no. cast already. More
1: I, well, the thing is, you could they could, yeah, they, go can they, want, right? they can do whatever they want. They could do whatever they want, but typically Melina is Katana's morphed clone twin. That's disgusting. And mm-hmm. Katana is the pretty one. And you look at CC Stringer, like obviously not all makeuped up, and I'm like, yeah, actually that works. Like. Yeah. You look at CC Stringer's face, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, like Ididian princess, totally. She could totally pull that off." So, yeah, I mean that's a cop out only because I <laughs> know my Mortal Kombat stuff. But you guys go ahead. <laughs>
0: I'll go next. Um, I went for a weird pick that I I'm regretting that I'm even going to say out loud. I know Gal Gadot is like the pe- the person that people mm. want for this role, which is an interesting pick. But I went with Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, really? And I, and I don't know how I feel. That's out of my picks. Like I love three out of four of my picks, and then Michelle Rodriguez, I'm like, I'm not sure, just because she kind of looks the part, and obviously she's been a part of action movies before, but I, I, don't, I just don't know. Like it's one of those ones where I went, like, she makes sense to me on paper, but like I don't know how she would do in this cast because she's and not really a
1: fighter. Michelle Rodriguez is more rough and like, tumble. Yeah, like, like a bit more gruff where yeah. katana is a bit of like regal elegance mm. and yeah so i've not seen michelle rodriguez in a role like
2: that before
1: but i mean i could see it go for it katie is yours better
2: uh i think so <laughs> <laughs> i think so uh one of my thoughts zendaya oh oh maybe okay she could do that she can kind of pull that off that like uh that whole regal thing but then it could also be like kick some ass um and then for some reason i don't know why i just thought it'd be funny kind of along the lines of jeff goldblum of (laughs) that person trying to do that thing um aquafina trying to be (laughs) that character i'm like (laughs) oh i would just like it i would just like to see it
0: aquafina would be great right that's hilarious. Does Katana
1: speak? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Katana's like the ruler of her like realm. Like she is. She is pretty much like in charge. Hmm. She's badass.
2: I feel like that was an issue that you had with the with the 1994. Wasn't Katana yeah. in that movie and barely there? And you yeah, were oh, mad yeah. about it.
1: She was barely Katana in that movie. Yeah. She was just woman, essentially, woman. <laughs> Un, uh, uncredited woman. role like <laughs> woman monster girl yeah
0: literally uh, two more uh we're gonna do shao khan next who do you want to see as shao khan let me actually show the the audience on this one
1: do y'all have a pick i do okay do you want to go first or do yeah you i can p- go first okay. on this one so go first
2: Katie you go first So my first thought when you when you Put this as one of the people to be cast To be fantasy cast for a sequel I thought That guy wasn't in this movie <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit I don't know what anybody in this movie is named oh I'm like God. he was in this movie Wasn't he apparently he wasn't It was somebody no. else But then I looked up Shao Kahn I was like oh no he was not in this movie um, My initial thought was Dave Bautista Oh right! Yeah, he's big. My, you can pull that whole thing off.
1: Go, my my thought is actually along the same lines, and I said our pal Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
2: (laughs) That crossed my mind too. I'm like, do I want to do that? No, literally, I
1: I was like, big wrestler guy is what I need here. I feel like Dave Bautista
2: is less corny though than The Rock. Yeah,
1: The Rock might be a little campy.
2: Yeah, to have that like. I don't know that presence along the, a different kind of presence, yes. but that same presence.
0: Yes. It's
1: funny. I'm the wrestling fan here,
0: and I'm the one who doesn't pick a wrestling <laughs> one. Uh, and I just went for like the body. I didn't think of like who can deliver the performance. I'm like who will be physically imposing. Yeah, and I went for the mountain.
1: Oh no, nah. yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, ha- Hafthor
0: Thor Bjornson. I don't know if he's too big though. Like, I don't think tall. you
2: can be too big for Shao Kahn. Can you?
1: No, I don't think so either. The bigger, the better.
0: Yeah. But I I do like Dave Bautista. He would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He crushes every role he he does, right? even the ones that are like silly.
2: Yep. Yeah, he does a good job.
0: Final
1: one. Johnny Cage.
2: The hardest hard. one, no? Yep. Was that it's not easy. the hardest? So easy. Okay, bring there's, it. Bring there's it, an Jacob.
1: obvious easy answer which I think Jacob's going to say. Okay, tell me. You're going to say Ryan Reynolds. No. Oh. I'm not.
0: I'm gonna say a wrestler for this one. Oh, oh interesting. And there's oh I know internet, who. I know uh, who. Tell me. John Cena? No, the oh. Miz.
2: Oh huh? yes, he is basically already Johnny Cage. You're right.
0: Yeah. Oh my so god. An internet like survey or whatever um uh, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, where they're like the The Miz is made for this. Somebody yeah, did like an edit is. where it was like the bottom half of the poster that they showed at the end of the movie to say like, I'm going to Hollywood and it said like cage belt bottom the bottom and they did an edit of that i'm gonna show it his character
2: that he plays in wrestling is basically johnny cage already he was made for this role yeah huh. i figured
1: you were gonna say ryan reynolds because you want him to be in everything
2: essentially. <laughs> i mean ryan
1: reynolds would be a pretty good next pick but he i'm gonna show some pictures it. here as the miz i think ryan um, if it was ryan reynolds it'd be too ryan reynolds he's too likable yeah. He's just
2: too likable to be Johnny Cage. I don't yeah. know. Johnny Cage just bothers me, and I'd be yeah. like Ryan Reynolds, but you're so charming. Johnny Who Cage. Who would you guys pick? Me. I went with. I struggled, man. You know what? Liam Hemsworth. Okay, he could yeah. do it.
1: I think a Hemsworth brother could do it. Any yes. Hemsworth yeah.
2: could do it. I, I actually thought I was like, which one do I want to pick? You Chris, could honestly Chris, pick like or Liam, and I went with Liam.
1: You could pick a lot of those MCU guys and yeah. a lot of them probably could do it. Like I could also see like Chris Evans doing the yeah. like Scott Pilgrim actor character mm-hmm. that he did. Like, but it wasn't um, quite
2: right still. Right. It still no. wasn't. Um,
1: those ones are the obviously kind of picks. Oh, okay. I kind of
2: went a little like not left
1: field, but just like someone we haven't seen in a long time. And I was like, who is a douchebag? and <laughs> you know who came to mind sean no. william scott <gasps> wow
2: i don't think he has the 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 same thing. he doesn't look like him but, but he could pull it up but acting personality wise he could totally do it
1: You're yeah right. i was like could that work i was yeah like, it could totally work i was like douchebaggy kind of characters like he could pull he's that. Also, I don't know what he's like nowadays. Like I have no idea. He's grown then.
2: He's had some roles that are that have kind of flushed him out a little bit. Like he's yeah. done some different things where I feel like now he's a well more well rounded actor. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he's he's. You get he's, like he's, and the he's thing, great at playing douchebags.
1: Ha- yeah, and like he could be likable, and then also <laughs> yeah. like it's not like it has to be like the star of the movie with this big star mm-hmm. named person. It's just like you know Sean William Scott. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my random. I was like, "Oh, I like this pick, even though it's a little off, not perfect, I but like it's a little bit there." I sent you guys the Miz as
0: there's an edit as him as Johnny Cage, and it's like, it's perfect. I'm showing it. That to looks like Twitch Channing right Tatum. Where,
2: where is this in the doc?
0: Uh, I threw it in our in our Discord chat, but that, that um, looks like Channing Tatum. <laughs> but that's what that's what the edit is, and he actually the Miz shared this out. So oh
2: yeah 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 that's Channing Tatum. Interesting. Yeah, Channing
0: Tatum would be pretty good, too. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, with that, uh, we are going to bring the show to a close with our final segment, uh, which is the one we call uh, Cut or Scene. In this segment, we share if this movie should be cut, not seen, or seen. We should see it. It's a little confusing, but we got there. Uh, so, tell us, guys. Should this movie be cut or seen? Why don't we start with Katie?
2: Um, this is amongst the few movies that we've done that I have no internal debate about saying that it should be seen. It's Mortal Kombat. Like it is Mortal Kombat in a movie. I feel like that's whatever you want. Like obviously I'm. there's always going to be wishes and wants of like characters or like things that you could do or fights or settings or whatever. But like as far as one movie and what they did in this movie – Mortal Kombat it's super enjoyable it's 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 blood it's good fights it's um very this sounds bad but I mean it in the best way it's very competent acting where it's like they are doing exactly what they need to do to get the point across to be either entertaining or whatever it may be they're corny without being excessively corny like 94 they really played into the the corn yeah (laughs) but it was played into the corn but um but it wasn't that funny or effective. Whereas this is just like perfectly well done, right? The exact lane that I want, mm-hmm. like the vibe that I want from this movie. So yes, I say you should see it.
1: Travis is our resident, uh, mortal Kombat fan. what you think? Totally 100% agree. See it. It's so good. Like, it's just so good. And I know I already said it, but just even as a fan, the attention to detail it's just so good. It's all the detail wrapped around a movie that is actually decent. Like, you're you're not going into this thing being like, oh, my God, I, I'm enjoying this because I'm a fan. No, you're enjoying it because it's actually an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. Like, go see it. Obviously, safely. But go see it.
0: Yeah, I wish we could
1: have seen this in a theater together.
2: Yeah, yeah. honestly, Mortal Kombat would have been so fun. Thought, I thought to myself, oh, when when Mortal Kombat Two comes out, I would totally go see this in theaters. Yeah, assuming that totally. Yeah, that'd be fun. We should do that. Yes, we should, we should, we so should do, do, do that. that. Let's uh, do that.
0: This movie should be seen. I know that's a big surprise. Like for me, I'm usually the guy who's like the resident um, stick in the mud. Uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie from '94 is very bad. Uh, this is very good. It respects the initial material. It's fun. The fight scenes look amazing. We had the the smallest complaints about it. Sure, it it drags a little in the middle, but like I'm very excited for the second one of these. I hope it's a trilogy. Uh, see this one, uh, especially. I, I don't know if I could recommend like spending the premium rental price on it, but like if this thing is $9.99 in. Two or three months from now, like you have no excuse. Like, please watch this movie. It is worth it. Totally. Um yeah. we end this show by telling you about us, telling you about the show. You can find all things cutscenes at cutscenes.ca and on Instagram and Twitter at cutscenes underscore pod. You can find me on the internet at Jigga McCord on all major social media platforms. Uh I'm on TikTok, um, I'm on Twitter primarily. And I host another podcast. It's called the Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast we've been doing for almost four years now. It's the wildest thing I've said Crazy. all day. Uh, you can find that on all major podcasting platforms and at leftbehindgame.club.
1: Travis, where can folks find you on the internet? I am at Travis Colnut. That's
2: where I am. You can find me on there. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter. I am at Les Brack you can find me on there yeah we, we you know i say occasional things i like a lot of things Travis? y'all's
0: twitters are, are great y'all should both have more followers than you do
2: oh thanks man that's follow all right for hey, follow, follow, like me. for like uh
0: also if you listen to the show this far and you you love it give us a review on your podcasting platform yeah. of choice because it really mm-hmm. helps it does We close the show with a quote from the movie we just watched. Um, If you're in the Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to hang out for a couple minutes if you have questions. But um, who wants to read off our quote from this movie to end this show?
2: Who are are you nodding at, Travis? I
0: don't know. One of
2: you. (laughs) Go ahead, Jacob. Jacob, you do it.
0: Uh, This is Kano, essentially, right?
2: Uh, someone talking to Kano
0: Oh, talking to Kano, right uh, okay, I so think it was
2: Liu Kang, I believe
0: I think, I think you're correct So here we go uh, Thanks for listening to the show, here we go You're like an aggressive little bunny Soft and useless
3: <laughs> Ooh, burn <laughs> Yeah, that was a real burn
0: Anyway, <laughs> bye 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 Bye, <laughs> bye.
2: scenes a video
1: game movie podcast
0: you're listening to the left behind game club Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and listen to me and my co-hosts Mo Murtadi and Mike Ruffalo, as well as some wonderful guests, as we go through games, large and small, old and new, to bring you funny, informative, and mostly positive discussions about them. We've got over 100 episodes in the feed, so if you wanted to take the show for a spin, download a show about one of your favorites, and let us guide you through it with our takes. Join us on our goal in every episode to make sure that each time there's one less game left behind.